0: Welcome to the Detox For Your Life Podcast, and today I want to talk about a few subjects. Welcome to Detox For Your Life Podcast. So I was scrolling on Instagram, and there are some motivational people that I follow, and I saw several posts that like elicited thoughts, like, made me think about some things. And I was like, you know, I don't want to touch on one particular subject. I want to talk about several of them. So I hope you're okay. I'm going to share the quotes and then I'm going to add my little two cents and move on to the next one. So the first quote was a gentle reminder. You don't have to be the bigger person. You don't have to accept insincere apologies, You don't have to tolerate relationships that drain you. You don't have to show up for people who have no interest in showing up for you. So we all know about these insincere apologies. People apologize because you said something to them about what they did to you or how they offended you or how they made you feel. And they think the proper thing to do is apologize. And you also know those apologies where people are apologizing. But even in the midst of the apology, they're trying to still make it be your fault. Like you did something to them that led to a certain behavior. Like, no, your offense offended me and I responded. And so now you want to like make this be about something that I did or, you know, those people, you tell them the same thing over and over about what bothers you, what doesn't sit well with you, how certain behaviors make you feel, and they continue to do it over and over. You know, we've all seen the quote that says the best apology is change behavior. So these people do repetitive things and then they give you this insincere apology. And you don't have to continue to accept those insincere p- apologies. You don't have to tolerate relationships that drain you. It doesn't matter if they're family, friends, somebody you've known for 20, 15, 20, 30 years, however long it's spent. You don't have to accept it. You don't have to continue to interact with them. You don't have to show up for people who have no interest in showing up for you. Yeah, let me touch on that for a minute. You don't have to show up for people who don't have an interest in showing up for you. See, people try to make you feel bad when you say this friendship, this relationship, this whatever ship should should be reciprocal. I'm a human being. Don't I deserve to receive Should I always be giving and you not give to me? Should I always be the place where you come to dump, but you don't give me a safe place to release sometimes? You know, only when you need something. And that was another quote that's further down, you know, about people who only know you when they need something. But the next quote was, please give yourself grace. It doesn't matter how many mistakes you've made or how far along you think you should be or what other people expect from you. You're human. Humans make mistakes. Humans change their minds. Humans need breaks. Allow yourself to be human. You know, I've noticed that in the last year or so, I've been saying this more often. People should be allowed to be human. We're not robots. We're not devoid of any emotions, any thoughts, any feelings. We also deserve to give ourselves grace. And I think that's something a lot of us struggle with is giving ourselves grace. Like, I know for me, how I feel about me, how I feel about something I did, how I'm impacted mentally and emotionally about my actions or my missteps, my mistakes, Uh, decisions I made, the red flags I ignored, the you should have known better. The way I beat myself up over those things is far worse than what any external person can say to me, right? And I'm learning to give myself grace because I'm a human being. If we were perfect, there would be no need for God. If we were perfect, what would we have to look for day to day? If it was all everything was just great. Everything was perfect. You know, we're human beings operating like robots. If that was the case, what will we have to look forward to? So allow yourself to be human. And when you're having a human experience, give yourself grace. Be kind to yourself. The next one says, forgive yourself for moments when you let your emotions get the best of you. You're human, you're meant to feel things. Sometimes feelings can be overpowering, but when the dust settles, when emotions subside, when clarity returns, you can always come back home to yourself. See, people are so quick to judge. We live in this society where people are in their glass houses, throwing stones. Like they've never allowed their emotions to get the best of them. Like they've never done something that they're embarrassed about. Like they've never, you know, done things to people. Um, and then they, they expect you to live up to this unrealistic expectations of whatever. Right. And a lot of those people aren't even people who really know you. And then there are people who may know you, but there's only a limit. Nobody can know you like you know you, right? So you have to forgive yourself for those moments when you just let your emotions get the best of you. Hey, look, I've been there more than once and I know I'm learning my triggers. So it's also important to know your triggers. Like what are those things that allow you to step outside of your normal? And once you know what those triggers are, how can you get better at kind of like suppressing those I don't want to say suppressing because when you suppress things they eventually are going to explode but get better at managing those triggers so your triggers won't trigger you when you're nervous about stepping outside of your comfort zone remind yourself it feels scary because it's unfamiliar not because you're incapable and I think that's what a lot of people struggle with when something is new, when something is uncomfortable, when something is unknown, they're not realizing that you're having these feelings of angst, not because you're not capable, but because it's unfamiliar. Because if you sit for a second and just reflect over your life, your entire life from the first memory that you have, when you didn't know how to crawl or you didn't know how to walk, but then you learned, Right. And you learn how to run or then you learn how to ride a bicycle or when you didn't know how to write. And then you learn how to. I mean, just even back to the infancy of all the things that were unfamiliar to us that we had never done before. It wasn't because we were incapable. And as adults, sometimes we forget that, like I can do this. I am capable of doing this. There are things that have prepared me for this moment. Why am I holding on to this comfort, this thing that's familiar? Why am I doing that? And the next quote says, plot twist. You're not lost. You finally have a chance to explore yourself without being tied to specific outcomes. I feel like this was talking to me. Because sometimes, you know, like right now I'm going through a major transition in my life and I've I've had moments in the beginning and I still have them every now and then when I feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm so lost. Like, where do I go? What's my next move? But just like I took that deep breath right there, I had to take a deep breath when those moments showed up and I had to realize that. I finally have a chance to just find out what matters to me. What is it I really want to do with the rest of my life? How do I want to show up in this world? What do I want from this world? And not have any specific goals or outcomes tied to it, but just allow myself to just be present, present to feel, present to think, present to just relish in the moment as it is and allow it to be whatever it's going to be without trying to overthink it without trying to tie some specific task of goal measurement to it just let it be whatever it's going to be and find myself like I'm not lost in the sense of I don't know where I am but find myself and find what really feeds my soul and speaks to my heart and gives me joy and and peace and happiness, right? So in those moments when you feel like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Where am I? No, don't be all frantic. Take advantage of that moment because there's no stress there that you have to do a specific thing other than appreciate that moment, sit in it, and it'll speak to you. It really will. Another quote said, you've worked too hard to let us too hard to let a season of darkness convince you that there's no light at the end of the tunnel. We've all been there. We if we keep living, we're all going to have a season of darkness, a moment of darkness. And it's how we handle ourselves and how we behave in those moments, because they can be all consuming they can be extremely stressful, extremely painful, extremely depressing, but one thing I want you to know, and I'm gonna go back to something I said earlier. Think about those other moments of darkness that you've had, those other seasons, how you made it through. There's a quote that says, if you're going through hell, keep going, because you're gonna come out on the other side. And so try, look, I, I, I know it's difficult, But try not to let your seasons of darkness cause you to forget that there is light ahead. If you just keep moving and and just keep believing and just keep going, there is light ahead. The next quote said, say it with me. I can be proud of myself and want more for myself at the same damn time. Hello? God gives us abundance. Why should we limit the abundance that we want? I can be proud of where I am right now in my life and still want more. That doesn't mean I'm greedy. That doesn't mean I'm selfish. That doesn't mean I'm, you know, trying to consume everything. It just I may want more, more in the sense of mental and emotional growth. I may want more peace. I may want more financial income so that I can get to debt free. I mean, whatever that more is for you. It's okay, but it's also okay to be proud of where you are now. We don't take enough time to celebrate where we are right now. Like, hello, you're in a good place. It may not be the best place as far as on your list of goals, where you want to do, what you, where you want to be, but you're in a good place. And I say you're in a good place because you're still breathing and you still have opportunities you're still capable. So, but be proud of where you are. And it's okay to be proud and want more at the same time. The next quote says, that working on me so I can show up type of love. Oh, look, 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 we're seeing so many people now Celebrities, everyday folks talking about how important it is to heal and to deal with our traumas and to work on our stuff and break generational curses and the belief system that was passed on to us by dysfunctional people. And it was passed on to them probably from dysfunctional people and unhealed people raising unhealed people and how it impacts us in our relationship with ourself. In our relationship with others, as my first, very first book talked about. So, yeah, I want that. I'm working on me so I can show up for us type of love. I want you to not only love yourself, whomever he is, wherever he is. I not only want you to love yourself enough to work on you. But to work on you so that you can be the best version of yourself for that person that you're supposed to be with. Because that type of love, when two people are healed and y'all come together, that type of love, mm, it ain't nothing y'all can't accomplish together. So, yes, give me that I'm working on me so I can show up for us type of love. The next quote says, say it with me. I want to make space for everything I deserve, so I'm letting go of everything that's in the way. You got to get rid of some clutter. And I'm not just talking about the clutter that's in your house and clutter that's in your car or wherever your clutter is. I'm talking about the clutter in your life. And that clutter in your life can be some people. Move it on out the way. Sometimes you leave the riffraff a little too long. And sometimes God ain't going to bless you because you got the riffraff sticking around. Like, why, why am I going to bless you so that person can reap the benefits of the blessing that I gave to you? That's not what I have for them. That's what I have for you. So until you learn to just push them on out the way, let it go, make room for it. You know what it's like when you're trying to, uh, I'll speak to the ladies right now. You, you know, you got all these shoes and clothes and then you want a new season. You want to buy new stuff, but you're like, Oh, I don't have any room for it. Where am I going to put it? You got to go through and, uh, Find out what you're going to send to Goodwill and the Salvation Army or donate wherever you donate because you got to make room for the new. The more you hold on to the old and those things that are not serving you or those things that can't go into the next level of your life or the next journey of your life. You are hindering your progress because you're holding on to things that you were supposed to let go of. You're not making space for what's next for you because you won't release the old the next quote says less what if everything falls apart and more what if everything goes right so let's say less of oh my gosh what if everything falls apart and say more of what if everything goes right i don't know how we got programmed this way i don't know how we got programmed this way when we think about the what ifs, we always think about the worst case scenarios. What could happen? That What could go wrong? Why don't we retrain, reprogram our brains to think about, oh, what if everything goes right? What if this job opportunity works out? What if this business grows? What if this relationship works out regardless of what my past relationships have been like, regardless of what my past jobs have been like, regardless of if I've had a business that failed whatever less of what if everything falls apart and more of what if everything goes right? Cause see, when you start to expect things to go right, the more rights you're going to get. When you expect things to fall apart, you're going to see all these obstacles. You're going to see all the reasons why things aren't going to work out because that's what you focus on. The more you focus on the negative, the more opposition, the more you're going to see why this can't work, because that's what you're bringing into your life. So less of that and more of, yes, yeah, this going to work out for me. Yes, I'm going to be perfectly fine. And let me tell you, there is a huge level of peace that comes with that mindset. Oh, yeah, this is going to work out. Look, I'm going to tell you, I'll be, I be talking about the stuff that I want in my life as if it's already happening, because that's what I'm expecting, because I want more of that good stuff. I want more of that stuff that's gonna go right. I don't even talk about the what if it falls apart. No, 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 no. I don't mm-mm, mm-mm, no. And I get we've been programmed to believe, expect the best, prepare for the worst. But really, if you're preparing for the worst. Yeah, we all should have a general plan of if I need to make a repair in my house or if something happens to the car, or you know, if I lose this job. Yeah, that's you know, we should have a plan in place for that. But in general, ex- you know, expect the best, plan for the worst. Yeah, you're kind of not really expecting the best because you're planning for the worst. So the next quote said, it's a beautiful day to remind yourself that the life you've been dreaming about is possible, that you're in control, that you don't have to leave things up to chance. Yes, dream big, big. Some of you are dreaming way too small. And that's because whatever your surrounding is, your surroundings are the people you grew up with, people you hang out with, you know, their limiting beliefs become your limiting beliefs. And just because you had certain experiences, it doesn't mean that on any given day that you can't have this ginormous thing that you want. Why, Why are you putting limits on God? Why are you putting limits on God? Like dream big. If you want something big, dream big. Know that it's possible for you. Don't just leave it up to chance. Don't just say, no, I can't do it. Yes, you can. The next quote said, it's a beautiful day to remember you deserve to be happy. Ask yourself right now. Have you said to yourself, I deserve to be happy? Do you carry yourself like you deserve to be happy? Do you live your life like you deserve to be happy? You'd be surprised how many people don't live their life and have a belief that they deserve to be happy. We all deserve to be happy. The next one said it's a beautiful day to choose rest over a false sense of urgency. You know, one of the things that irritate me is when people like, what are you doing this weekend? What did you do this weekend? How's your business going? What did you? I'm like, look. Leave me the hell alone. If I got something to share, trust and believe, I will share. I have incorporated rest into part of my daily routine. This always on the go, always be busy. First of all, people who are super busy, you ain't really accomplishing nothing. I'm just going to keep it real. I, I used to be that person who was super busy. I was accomplishing nothing. Living in chaos. Bad time management. When you incorporate rest into the schedule, when you're able to just sit back and breathe, even if that means doing absolutely nothing, whatever rest looks like for you, believe it or not, you'll find yourself being more productive when you decide to put motion into action and and work on something or do something. It's okay, Stop believing that rest is not okay, that you got to be busy. Whomever came up with that, poo-poo on them because that's a bad way of thinking. <sighs> the next one, it's a beautiful day to be your own biggest fan. You are the only person who knows every detail of the path you took to make it this far. We've been programmed to believe that we can't cheer for ourselves, that we can't be our own cheerleader. Yeah, you may have a spouse, you may have parents, you may have siblings, you may have kids, you may have best friends. But only you know every single detail of the path you took. The mental and emotional energy, the physical activity, whatever, to make it to this point. You should be proud of yourself and you should celebrate yourself Right now, I want everybody who's listening, pat yourself on the back. Say, good job. Good job. Do more of that. Doesn't matter if nobody else is cheering for you. You cheer for you. The next one says, a gentle reminder. Not everything is replaceable. Don't let this clout-driven and emotional unavailable generation convince you of that. Watch how you handle people. And care for relationships. Some things don't come back around once you let go of it. And I, and I, 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 I think some people felt like they were living a Beyonce zone. You know, not everybody is replaceable. Yeah, there are a lot of good people in this world, but that doesn't mean they're going to cross paths with you. And that doesn't mean that they're your good people. So, while you're out here, you know, chasing whatever it is that you're chasing or being emotionally unavailable, usually because you ain't handled your stuff, you ain't healed from your traumas or whatever else that makes you emotionally unavailable, you got trust issues, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Whatever makes you emotionally unavailable. When you meet good people and you don't do right by those good people, you mishandle them and you let go of them thinking they're going to all, they just sit somewhere waiting for you to get your shit together and then they're going to come back around. Nah. Because there's gonna be somebody out there who's gonna look at him or her and be like, "Oh no, I can't let this go because I I realize how rare and precious it is." So uh, let's go back to that earlier quote. Let me fix me so I can show up for them the way I need to show up for them. It's a sad day when you're walking around here thinking you're gonna always meet good people and somebody's always gonna be sitting around waiting on you. That's not how this life goes. No. The next one, do you ever stop to think how much you've grown since the event that you thought would end your life? Have you had some events that you thought would be the end of you? Like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to make it. And you made it. Sometimes I just think you need to just stop for a minute and think about that and appreciate that. Just have a reflecting moment on how far you've come. And I know I mentioned that earlier. Some some of these quotes are very similar to others because I'm trying to send a message to you all. There's no shame in wanting to be loved, wanting to be held, wanting to be told in no uncertain terms or no ambiguity that your love liked and wanted. It's okay. We're, it's okay to want to be loved. God is love. Why shouldn't we want human beings to love us? It's okay to want companionship. It's okay to want to be held. It's okay to want certainty, not ambiguity, not uncertainty, not wavering, not inconsistencies. It's okay to want to be loved, to want to be liked, and want to be wanted. We all want that. And, and it does something. It's, it's a feel good feeling. Do you know how much stress it is to be dealing with people? You don't know from day to day how they are going to feel, how they going to show up. You can't get comfortable in a relationship because they have shown you so many inconsistencies and uncertainties. And you like, I can't, I can't just sit in this seat and get comfortable because I don't know how you're going to show up today. I can't trust that you're going to be consistent in your actions. That's stressful. So never feel shame about wanting to be loved, wanting to be held, wanting to be told in no uncertain terms that I love you and I want to be with you. Never, never feel bad about that. It's okay. Next says Close mouths don't get fed instead of silently hoping that you will receive what you desire. Speak up for yourself. Be loud. Be bold. Be real. Carry yourself like somebody who's ready to receive every blessing that you've been praying for. We've all heard the expression closed mouths don't get fed. You want something? Speak on it. You want that promotion? Talk about it. Have a meeting with your boss. They don't want to give it to you. At least you know where you stand. You know, I tell people the answer is an automatic no if you don't ask. If there's this guy or girl that you're interested in, make it known. Sometimes people have this fear of rejection or they're shy, so they don't express to you how they how, how they feel. So maybe if you make the first move, then you'll find out they felt that way all along. We're programmed to hide and conceal and, sh- you know, shield our feelings, because what if the other person doesn't feel that way? But what if they do? And you just lived your life wondering and lost out and let somebody else get what's yours because you didn't want to speak on it. Speak up for yourself. If you know you can do that particular job, go for it. Carry yourself like somebody who's ready to receive every blessing you've been praying for. The next one, red flag. People who disappear until they need you again. Look, look, I got some folks I don't answer the phone for because they only know me when they want something or they only know me when they want to dump, you know, they only know me when they want some advice or some guidance or some money or some whatever. Like, nah, I got needs. And do you, do you, do you think I'm that stupid that I don't realize I haven't noticed I haven't picked up on you only reach out to me when you want something? So earlier when I talked about moving people out your life so you can make room, make, move those kind of people out your life. Make room for people who are going to add value. Make room for people who are going to reciprocate. Make room for people who appreciate you even if you're not doing anything for them. The next to the last one. It says plot twist. You didn't miss an opportunity. You dodged a bullet. How many times you're like, oh, I hate I didn't get that job. And then you later find out something really bad about that job. Or you're like, dang, I really want that relationship to work out. And you're all sad, and depressed because the relationship didn't work out. And then you find out some stuff that you're like, ooh-wee, I dodged a bullet. Oh, y'all don't feel that way. Oh, I, I felt that way about a job. And I surely have felt that way about some people. I'm like, ooh, thank you, Lord, for knowing more than what I did. Thank you for loving me enough to not give me what I thought I wanted. So think about that sometimes. When something, when a door doesn't open for you or when you don't get what you want, that may be protection. You may have dodged something that was going to be detrimental to you. And the, oh, I'm sorry. I had two more quotes. The next to the last quote says, I'm really moving like it's a privilege to know me because it is. Oh, yeah. I should have made that one the last one. Yeah. It is a privilege. That's not being arrogant. That's knowing how I show up in this world how I care for the people that I care about, um, how loyal I am, how I got your back, how I'm there for you, how I add value. So yeah, if I'm allowing you to be in my life, it's a privilege because a lot of people don't get that privilege because the older I get, the more selective I am about the energy and the people that I allow in my very tiny circle. For me, it's all about elevation and it's all about peace It's all about joy and happiness. And if you or somebody I see can disrupt any of those, yeah, I'm not going to let you in. I'm just going to let you be one of those things that go by the wayside because it's a privilege. And those people who don't treat you like it's a privilege to be in your life. Like, like you just somebody they can find on any street corner. You don't need those people. And the last one says, telling yourself you got this is a form of self care. See, doubt creeps up. Doubt is easy because it just shows up. It's the first thing that pops in your mind the doubt, the negatives. So tell yourself, no matter what it is that you're trying to accomplish, trying to do, tell yourself, I got this. I got this. Right now, tell yourself, whatever that thing is you're thinking about doing, tell yourself, I got this. I'm Nicole Turner, your mindset coach, helping you shift the way you think so you can change the way you live. If you're in need of a mindset coach, you can find me at Nikki N-I-K-K-I-TalksMindset.com.